Everybody, welcome to Sunday Service. Today, we are going to be talking about financial mistakes that you do not want to make. Some of you guys are making them right now. Some of them I've been making as of like recently. So we're going to be talking about financial mistakes, how to avoid them, um, and ways to make sure that your foundation is set up properly. Super interesting. I uh, just read something like literally three minutes ago, and I loved it so much I thought I'd share it. It said, you can't drive your car looking in the rearview mirror. You have to focus on the future, which is the windshield. And I'm like, dang, that's so good. It ties into so much of what we're going to talk about today. There are, I would say the majority of real estate investors, most majority of business owners fail. Okay. First three years in business, 80 something percent of businesses fail. And it's because of the financial mistakes. It's because of bad partnerships. It's because of them looking in the rearview mirror all the time. And so what does that mean in the financial world? If you guys are a business owner and you're looking in the rearview mirror, it means stuff like, did I put enough money to the side for my taxes? Did I do my paperwork properly? Did I track my expenses? Am I making sure that I'm paying my insurance and those types of things that are really critical in my world? Am I paying for those things? And most of you guys don't know how to do any sort of like organization, tracking your metrics, tracking your money, organizing, budgeting, none of that stuff is, oh, well, we don't get taught that in high school, do we? We don't get taught that in college. Our parents definitely don't teach us that. Most of our parents still to this day don't even know how to manage their own money, yet we're expected to know how to manage ours. It's crazy, right? So it, when I read this today, you can't drive your car looking in the rearview mirror. Focus, you got to focus on the windshield. I was like, dang, that's so good. Because I remember before I had um, a bookkeeper, before I had a team, before I had people, I would wonder like, do I need to jump into my QuickBooks? Do I need to jump into some accounting software and like track my expenses and what's a write-off, what's not a write-off, all those kinds of things. So we are going to be talking about that tonight. It's going to be amazing. Okay, check this out. Uh, Tanisha says, she says, this is right on time. I'm ready to fire myself from my own bookkeeping level up status. It's so interesting to me. Okay, so Tanisha, who I adore, she's an amazing human being. We love her. Um, Tanisha, have you ever tried to run a race with your shoes tied? Or have you ever ran through your house with your shoes tied? Have you ever done anything with your shoes tied together? I kind of feel like that's you trying to do things yourself. You're like tied your right foot is tied to your left foot. You're relying entirely on yourself. And so you're relying on your own skills entirely. It's also, it's also like running a race with your shoes untied, right? Have you ever done that too, where you feel the laces flopping everywhere? You can't run at your full speed when you're trying to do your bookkeeping, your finances, your stuff yourself. So I love this comment. She says, this is right on time. I'm ready to fire myself from my own bookkeeping level up status. Thank you, Tanisha. I love you. Appreciate you. It's so good to see you in here. Um, guys, I've got some amazing things coming up. Uh, tonight, good episode. I'm in here by myself with a special guest. Cody's been running Sunday service basically for the last three weeks because I've been traveling so much i've been trying to i've been trying to get home i'm finally home for like two days okay so my schedule is this for those of you guys that were uh, watching my instagram stories i have got a lot of places i'm traveling this coming week i'm going to be in orlando so if you are a sub two student or an astro student 
Come out and meet me and Jerry Norton this Wednesday. We're going to be doing a meetup. So if you're a sub two student going to Flip Hacking Live or just in the Orlando, Florida area, we've got a lot of students coming in from Miami, driving up and hanging out. Jerry Norton and myself paying for food, got a meetup. We're going to be doing that Wednesday night. Look forward to hanging out with you guys. I will then be moving and migrating down to Miami. My wife, my kids will be there in Miami, October 16th and 17th. I will be then going to the Bahamas. I highly doubt anybody's going to be in the Bahamas, but I personally spent $50,000 going to a mastermind myself, October 18th to the 24th. So catch me in Bahamas if you're there. Then I have something I'm very excited about. I'm coming home. I've got the elephant challenge. Okay. Elephant challenge today. I get a text message from Angie. Okay. And this is what Angie says to me. Sends me an amazing text message. Let me pull it up. She says, Pace, um, thank you. We are closing two deals next week and another two deals in two weeks from the Elephant Challenge alone. Angie's one of the leaders in the Elephant Challenge. Thank you for everything you and Laura do for our community. And I said, yo, the Elephant Challenge is epic, but you're the one taking action and you deserve those deals. She said, we wrote six contracts last week all from the Elephant Challenge, helping people in the Elephant Challenge. So if you guys are not part of the Elephant Challenge, it is a group community challenge we are doing collectively in the free Creative Finance with Pace Morby Facebook group. We do it every single month. So if you guys are struggling to get your first cash deal, my sub two students, my leaders, the Gators, the transaction coordinators, the unicorn agents, everybody comes into that Facebook group and just pours love on you guys. Angie has gotten 12 deals just in the last couple of months by helping brand new fledgling elephants in the Elephant Challenge. So that's going to be happening on October 27th, 28th, and 29th, I believe. Let me just double check that because I don't want to screw that one up. 27th, 28th, and 29th. That is correct. Okay, cool. So now I will be going right after, right after the Elephant Challenge, I'm flying to... Boston, Massachusetts. I'm going to be there for three days. I'm actually taking my wife and my kids. I will be hanging out in Boston. We're going to be doing a sub two meetup in the Northeast. So if you guys are up in the Northeast, come hang out. I want to meet you. I want to love on you. I want to get to know you. Then I'm going to be back in Orlando. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. I got something else. I got something else. I forgot. I will be going to. Okay. I will be going to my own mastermind. In Phoenix, Arizona. So we have, um, we're not, I don't know the next time we're going to do a mastermind. They, it's usually sold out for a whole year. And uh, this was the last one that we decided we were going to do for a long time. So look forward to seeing everybody here in Phoenix from my own mastermind. Then in Orlando, again, I'll be in Orlando November 5th through the 7th. I'm speaking on stage about multifamily. This year we acquired, we will acquire, we've already acquired a thousand doors we will acquire another 300 doors before the end of the year. We have a project called Paces Ridge in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, if you guys are a student and you want to become a partner of mine, stop being a student, become a partner with me. Minimum investment is $1,000. You guys can invest on a multifamily deal. Investwithpace.com. Investwithpace.com. Go check that out. It's a waiting list. And we're going to be letting you guys partner with me on a property that's named after me. Paces Ridge on the corner, no joke, this is not an exaggeration, of Paces Place and Paces Ridge. That's going to be cool. Then I'm speaking 
in Orlando on a multifamily stage November 5th through 7th. I'm then going to be doing a sick meetup in Fresno, California. Literally my favorite meetup we've ever done in the last four years was in Fresno, California about three years ago. So we're reuniting with Fresno, November 18th. Okay. Then I'm going to be going to Dallas, San Angelo, Corpus Christi, Houston, Lafayette, uh, Louisiana, all those four cities, five cities between November 14th and November 18th. And then finally, I'm going to wrap up the year. My last meetup will be in Hawaii. We will be in Hawaii for about 10 days. I'll probably be uh, bouncing around from island to island. I want to meet all the Hawaii students, so I'll see you guys out there. I am so freaking excited. Uh, what date is the Fresno meetup again? That is um, a, 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 a great question. I got to have somebody else manage my stuff right now. It's so so many things. Fresno, November 18th. We will see you there uh, November 18th. Alex Rodriguez says, Pace, when are you going to Dallas? I was just in Dallas last week, FYI, but I will be going to Dallas again November 14th. All right? November 14th is going to be absolutely epic. I am so excited. So welcome to the show, guys. Sunday service. This is a creative finance podcast. For those of you that is your first time, please say hi to everybody in the side comments. Uh, Tacoma is not going to happen until early in the, in the, it's too cold now. It's too cold. We're going to be doing Tacoma probably, I hired a showrunner. We're developing a second show that will only be on a YouTube channel. Um, and that showrunner is going to be helping me coordinate, develop, and put together a TV show for when we go out to Tacoma and do the uh, challenge with Robin Hurt. What we've done with Robin Hurt in the meantime is we've actually hired her on staff full time. So Robin is on my team. She's helping out. She's doing amazing stuff. She's underwriting and working with our team every single day. So um, I've got five things we're going to go over today about financial mistakes that you are making. Some of them you're making, maybe all of them. I used to make all of them. I don't make any of them really anymore but I have made all of them. And then I have a bonus one, which is super cool. So I have six, but uh, I was told to make five. And uh, well, my idea was to make five and then I couldn't stop. I had to go to six because six was so good. So um, we're going to go through all of that stuff. Now, next week, guys, I will be in the Bahamas and I will be doing Sunday service from my hotel room all by myself. And I'm so super excited. We're going to be doing Q&A next week. What I want you guys to do, uh, Carly is paying attention. I'm sure she is. Carly, um, I want to do a Q&A next week where people have the link to come on the live with me and I can go through their questions with them on Sunday service. It's going to be epic. I'm going to probably go a little bit longer than I normally do because I won't have any anywhere to go. I'll have a hotel room in the middle of the ocean and I'll probably go do like two or three hours over there. It'll be absolutely epic. Look forward to it, guys. Now, here we go. Five things. Oh, you know what, guys? You know what I forgot to do? I've been really enjoying this. The last couple of weeks, I've been having a lot of fun asking everybody what they are grateful for before I actually start on the live. Okay, so let's do this. We've got well over 500 people in here today. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sunday service. We do this every Sunday night, 7 p.m., same exact time, same exact time zone because Arizona is not like the rest of you guys all over the country. We do not change our time zone like a bunch of knuckleheads. We keep it the way it is, okay? So um, tell me what you guys are grateful for, and I'm going to tell you what I'm grateful for. I've actually got a very special guest today. It's my special guest's birthday today. And I can see them smiling behind the, the backstage. It's amazing. Okay. 
Grateful for new opportunities. Grateful for my kids. Grateful for mindset of growth. I love that. Thank you so much for that. That's great. Um, grateful for the people I have around me. Jasper, son, my guy. I think everybody's going to be a little bit grateful for you, Jasper, the last several months. You've been coming in and asking amazing questions inside of Sunday service. We've seen your growth and you get your first deal. $9,100. You got your first deal. That was super cool. Um, I am grateful for you guys, for sure. Family, grateful for my two daughters. Love that. Grateful for my second chances. Oh, I haven't seen that one. That, that one's good. Wanna Sky Investment said, I'm grateful that I quit my job today and I'm finally free to live my dream life. That's sick. I need to quit my job, my TV job. I need to quit my TV job. That's what I need to quit. Tony sees how much I get paid on uh, my, my bookkeeper knows how much I get paid on my book, my uh, TV job. I'm, I'm not grateful for that paycheck, but I am grateful for the opportunity. I'm grateful for being alive and healthy. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I, somebody said something to me the other day. I want to just touch on this for 30, 40 seconds. Somebody said, what's the most important thing to, to freedom? And I was like, probably money. And they're like, no, can't be money. It's probably not, money's not even in the top five. I was like, it's got to be in the top five. It's got to be in the top five. They go, okay, well, let me ask you a question. If I paid you a million dollars today, but you had to die tomorrow, would you do it? And I was like, no. I was like, okay, well, obviously your life is more important than money. I was like, okay, cool. You got me there. I like that. Um, but there's no way money's outside of the top five. And they go, okay, so what if I paid you a million dollars every day, literally every day, $365 million every single year, but you had to be sick every single day? I was like, uh, no, uh, no, absolutely not. Like I, I know even just having a sore throat, how big of a sissy I am. I have to like, I'm swallowing and I have this sore throat. It's like, oh my gosh, I will do anything to get rid of this. Right. Um, so, okay, well my health, so my life, my health. And then they said, um, what about if you are given a million dollars every single day, but your mom or somebody you love really close to you had to pass away for that to happen. I was like, no, absolutely not. They're like, okay, well, obviously it's not even the top three, but okay, I got it. I got it. And they went on and they kept going through. And I was like, okay, money's not even in the top five. That's super interesting. Changes the, the perspective a little bit. So um, unfortunately today we are talking about money. So let's talk about some money. It does help. I promise you that so much. But today, oh, I love all these grateful things, guys. Thank you so much. Gratitude, gratitude. I'm grateful for Julie Burkhart. She's not only my partner on my 408-unit deal in Charlotte, but she's also lending me money on a 105-unit deal in Lafayette, Louisiana. I adore her, appreciate her, all her help in getting me um, um, further a lot along in life. She's like, she's like a sister. She's like my sister from like, she she's uh, from Idaho. I can't remember. Is it Indian Wells that she lives? I can't remember what it's called. She lives in a really cool town. She, she basically lives on a river. Now, here's what I'm grateful for. I am grateful for this human being right here. Look at this freaking person. Tony Hi, Pounce. By the way, there's no way that that's your real last name. Don't lie to people. Just because you're, just because you're a bookkeeper doesn't mean you need to be telling people your last name is Counts. That's really my last name. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, my married last name. Yeah. Did you, when you were like looking for a man to marry, was that one of the requirements you were like, I, your last name has to do something with finances? 
You know, that's kind of strange because I think I met my husband the year that I actually got into accounting. <laughs> like wow. I wonder if it was subconscious. You know? I wonder if it was like you married, you got together with your husband and you guys were dating and the name counts kept coming up over and over and over Maybe. and over. Maybe. Everybody loves your shirt. Oh, awesome. Yes. I love it too. Because it could mean so many things. I mean, it's not necessarily like accounting related. It can mean so many things in your life, like positive over negative, you know, keep everything positive and keep the negative away. Employees. Sometimes you have good employees or um, maybe uh, like contractors, like 1099 contractors. They could either be an asset. There could be a liability. Exactly. Yep. Right. Friends could be assets. They could be a yeah. liability. Fr family members in their mindset. Yes. Right. Exactly. Okay. I'm so right Tony, you. I've got five things today and I, I, I thank you so much for coming in here today with me, hanging out. I just want you to chime in and hang out guys. This All is right. my personal bookkeeper. This woman, by the way, I'm, I'm going to brag a little bit. Can I brag a little bit? Everybody, you don't Go see ahead. me wearing Rolexes and driving fancy cars. You don't see me doing all this crazy stuff. I'm pretty like plain Jane. I wear the same jeans, same shoes. My wife teases me because I like I'm not I do dress well. I, I know how to at least match colors. You know, I'm not wearing like green and purple and brown, like all together in the same exact second. But I want to brag about something. I did this um, on behalf of the sub two community. Today, we wired one hundred and fifty thousand dollars as a donation to child sex trafficking for uh, uh, to stop child sex trafficking. It was, it's just a horrible thing. I've been, we've been learning all about it. And every uh, fourth quarter of the year, we decide to donate money. And this was our largest donation. I donated about $200,000 to the sub two students and buying tickets for them to go to events. We donated a whole bunch of money this year. We gave away cars. We gave away chunks of money. Um, all together, we probably donated about half a million dollars this year. But this today, we wired $150,000 and Tony sees this stuff. She sees it in my bank account. Mm -hmm. And um, we will be sending a screenshot to uh, to the Sub2 community because I donated the money on behalf of the Sub2 community because I love you guys. I adore you guys. And I uh, just want to let you guys know that you were in my hearts thinking about this stuff, our families, and trying to keep everybody safe. I didn't know what was going on in the world until somebody told me. But uh, those are the reasons why you need to make money. I hear people have all these um, political opinions about stuff, right? Like Democrat, Republican, independent, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, guys, none of that means anything really at the end of the day, because politicians, whether you like them, you love them, they hate you. They hate me. Mm -hmm. They don't care about us. They ain't trying to make our lives any better. Our job is to gain financial independence so that we can actually make a change in the world and we can stroke a check and help somebody. Money does gen like genuinely help change people's lives. And so it's our job. If you have an opinion about something needing, needing to be changed, the first thing that needs to be changed is your financial situation because you can't change anybody else's life. Okay. I tell people all the time, I go, you don't have life changing money until you can change somebody else's life with your money not just your own. Think about that. You do not have life-changing money until you can change somebody else's life with your money. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about financial mistakes to avoid, and it's a good tie-in right there. 
By the way, guys, we need to tell Tony Counts, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. She is 31 years old today. <laughs> I don't know how she does it. She has a 25-year-old kid, but uh, how old is your, your oldest? Um, 27, I think. 20, I think how did you do that, dude? What were you doing in your life? How did you First adopt all, your child? <laughs> okay. No. Uh, Tony no. counts is she, it is her birthday today. She's it here. Is my birthday, yes. East Coast time is ten eighteen p.m. and she's hanging out with us. We decided to give Cody the day off, and so we brought Tony counts in. Tony, where do you live? You live in what what part of Florida? I'm in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Is that where like all the cool people hang out? Yeah, when I'm there. Yeah. No. Uh, guys, my life changed when Tony Counts came into it. And I'm going to tell you a couple of reasons why today. By the way, who's using Tony Counts as their bookkeeper? Because I know a lot of people in here are using Tony Counts as your bookkeeper. Here, here's one of the most. Tommy, I see Tommy. He's one of my clients. Oh, I love it. We're going to, I bet you, I bet you we got a whole bunch of people in here that are your clients. Yeah, All right. I'm so sure. here's a couple of things. I got, I got six things. Okay. Number one, this is the number one mistake that I made. The number one mistake when I got into business, this was 20 years ago. Now I'm nearing, I'm closer to 40 than I am 30. Okay. I've been in business for about 20 years. I've done everything wrong that you can imagine. And I will continue to do a thousand things wrong. But I'll tell you, the number one thing I did wrong is I did not have access to the proper information. And what I did is I assumed I knew things like this. I was brand new as a contractor, Tony. You'll, you'll appreciate this. It was brand new as a contractor. I could not afford a bookkeeper, but I also could have not afford not to. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that was the miss. That was the belief I had wrong. You know what I thought? I thought I had to hire a full-time bookkeeper on my team and pay a full-time wage, like a salary to them. And then I realized when I met you and Tom Kroll introduced us, I was like, wait a minute, I can have a fractional bookkeeper like I can have somebody that's literally a couple hundred bucks a month to like take all this burden off my plate the first person I hired was six thousand dollars a month and I did not need them it was a major mistake but nobody told me her name was Amanda she stole 30 grand from me did I ever tell you that story yeah you did the story where I, I went to Val, I went to um, Las Vegas for Valentine's Day, trying to get laid. My wife and I, like, let's go to Vegas. Let's get away from the kids. Well, I didn't hear that part of it, but I, oh, I know didn't? about it. Oh, well, you had to assume that was going on, you know. <laughs> so we're we're driving. I'm driving up to Vegas, and I get a call from my then partner, and he says, "Hey, man, there's like thirty grand just uh, vanished out of the bank account today." I was like, "Okay," and he goes, "It just went to some guy named Juan. I just say his name's Juan Valdez because that's a cool name." Went to a guy named Juan Valdez. And I was like, yeah, he's one of our subcontractors. He's like, have we ever paid him 30 grand before? I was like, no, he's a tile guy. I don't know why we would give him 30 grand. And um, long story short, we found out that my full time, this was assets over liabilities. This was a liability. I brought in the wrong person in my business. She was running a scheme on me. What she did is she was run, writing checks to fake subcontractors. And then she was meeting these fake subcontractors at check cashing places and cashing checks. She was splitting them. 50% went to her and 50% went to the, to the guy. And the guy was not, he was like, she, anyway, crazy story. And this was a full-time employee. I had no idea. 
I had no idea. And so this is step number one. When you guys are trying to, who in here feels like they are mismanaging their money right now? Everybody in here, by the way, 650 people in here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 650 people in here. You guys have to, everybody needs to say, yes, I'm mismanaging my money. You're all mismanaging your money. Okay. Some of the smartest people I know on the planet do not manage their money. In fact, I don't know anybody at a high level that manages any of their money. Okay. You need to have somebody that is overseeing your stuff and watching your back. And this is why I said at the very beginning of the show, you can't drive your car by looking in the rearview mirror. You have to focus on making money and making money is the windshield. You have to focus on the windshield. Okay. So um, for those of you, okay, we got a lot of Tony's uh, clients in here. I am one of Tony's clients. I'm, am I your favorite client or you're not allowed to say that? Yeah, you are my favorite. Okay. She says that to Cody. You're the most Cody exciting. Oh, I'm the most exciting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so those of you guys, I had uh, I had uh, Mr. Quijano say, how can I be How do, can I be a client of hers? Let's see. I think she has a book. Do you have a booking link? I do. Do you need it? Uh, I got it. I, 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 got okay. it from, I got it from, I got it right here. Boom. All right. So guys, if you are looking for a bookkeeper, this is my personal bookkeeper. Um, I love her. She does many amazing, amazing things for me. By, by the way, when would when do you think the last time I logged into QuickBooks and like tracked anything was? I don't think you ever. Well, since I've been doing your bookkeeping, I don't think you ever go into QuickBooks. Have you ever given me even a book uh, like a QuickBooks password? I created a login for you, but I doubt you've ever used I've it. I've literally never looked at it. I never, never looked at it. So what does a bookkeeper do? Like 20 seconds, because you know I'm going to interrupt you anyway. <laughs> you always ask me this question. Okay, a bookkeeper just like uh, manages all of your finances, organizes it, puts it in the appropriate categories so that you can maximize your business deductions when you get your taxes done. So basically we create the file for you. So it's a hands-off service when it's time to do your taxes and you don't have to go and search in this account, search in that account, look for receipts. It's all ready for your taxes to be done. Okay. Let me, so that sounds like Tony explaining it and it's 1030 <laughs> at night. I'm going to, I'm going to make it even better. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going to make it even better. Remix it. Remix. <laughs> Remix. All right. So what a bookkeeper does for me, is it one, the number one thing, Tony, this is what you should add this one to your descriptions. Cause this is the most important part. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the other, this is another mistake. This is mistake number two. What you focus on expands. So as a business owner, for me, if I'm tracking my money and I'm worrying about all the stuff that's in the rearview mirror, right? The things that have been spent on and all that kind of stuff, what am I not doing? I am not making more money. And for me, here's what a bookkeeper does for me. It allows me to double, triple, quadruple, whatever the 5X number is, make way more money by literally never worrying about any of the things that have already happened. So when somebody says, what does a bookkeeper do? Everybody needs to answer the question answer that question by saying, they help you focus on making more money. Okay? They help you focus on making more money. All right? So, I'm not, unfortunately, I'm not sure what the live call is. This is a live call right here. This is a live call. Everybody's live right now. Um, the date is October 9th and um, it is 
7.25 p.m. Okay, it's live. Uh, Dan Quijano, there's the link to become a client with Tony. What I should have done, okay, this is number one, is I hired full-time people. Still to this day, we don't have a full-time bookkeeper, which is amazing. We have fractional bookkeepers on every single one of our business. A couple hundred bucks every single month. That's it. We, I shouldn't have hired a full-time employer. should have done things fractionally. What's interesting, too, is we also have a fractional CFO named Michael. High-level strategy, right? So bookkeepers are not typically going to do strategy with you. They're going to make sure you're organized, your tracking is done, and the conversations are being had and passed on to your CPA so your CPA can actually strategize your CFO. When you get to that level, you won't have a CFO for a couple of years. When you're brand new, you don't need a CFO. When you're brand new, you need a bookkeeper. Like literally, you get your first deal done, I'd go hire uh, I'd hire a bookkeeper. If you're brand new and you're spending money on leads and getting business going, I would hire a bookkeeper. It's the price of basically one week's worth of Starbucks. Well, that depends on if you're my wife, it's three days of Starbucks. <laughs> if, you're, if you're somebody normal, it's a week's of Starbucks, okay? So um, the, what a bookkeeper does is for me, it allows me to make more money. I don't have to worry about stuff. I just pour money into the bank account. That's my job. I focus on it. Tony, do I make more money every single month? Yeah, you do. And, and the thing is, it's because you allow me to go build new relationships. You allow me to go and spend my time where I should, which is A items, so that the B items, right, like tracking expenses and those types of things, I literally don't, I, oh my gosh, the fact that I, I forgot what the software QuickBooks even was for like two years. <laughs> but then I remember there was a time when I was starting my business years ago, my construction business, I was like going on YouTube and going, all right, man, I need to figure out this QuickBooks thing. I need to figure out this QuickBooks thing. Guys, are you freaking joking me? You will never figure out QuickBooks unless you want, oh my gosh. Tony, do you feel like um, most people come to you, like the majority of your clients come to you after three, four, five years of probably doing it incorrectly and you have to go back and fix everything? Is that what you see a lot? Well, even if they're doing it incorrectly for like three or four or five months, it still takes some time to unravel that. And th that's what I'm seeing. Like, you know, people, they sign up for QuickBooks, they connect the bank accounts and they feel this sense of like, I think I can do this. I just connected my bank account. I see all the transactions like, okay, this, I think I could put this here. This makes sense. Opening balance equity. Okay. Yeah. Let's put that there. And it just becomes a disaster. Like I'm actually working with someone right now trying to unravel stuff that was only done um, by him since October of 2021. So we're trying to like get everything just for 2021. We're actually almost done, but I told him, I'm like, it shouldn't take that long. It's just a couple months of one year that we're trying to like fix. But there was just stuff everywhere. Like it was just, it was like you take a puzzle and just dump it. And then like trying to put the pieces together, you know? What's, what's amazing <laughs> to me though, is that somebody like you loves doing that. I do. I really do. And I'm like, if I see it, it makes me fall asleep. I, I'm just like, oh my gosh. It feels like somebody's pouring water on my brain, literally on my brain, everything, all my functions go away. And I'm like, wait, I have to read something. I have to like do this. I have to organize this. I don't want to touch it. I don't want to be around it. And so what do I do instead is I grab ice cream and watch Netflix and I hang out. Right. So for me, you lifting that burden off of me, when I met you three years ago, you changed my, you have made me make millions of dollars by saving me the time, energy, and the focus that I have not you're special. You're a special human being. 
Oh, thank you. Happy That's birthday. Sweet. Thank you. Did everybody say happy birthday to her? For the people that showed up late, shame on you. It's her birthday today. Make sure you tell her a hundred times in her, the side comments. It's her birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Okay, cool. So that's number one. Number one was um, hiring full-time employees when I could have outsourced it for a couple hundred dollars a month, right? And the guys, that's not just with bookkeepers. As you scale your business, you'll learn there's a lot of people now that have learned how to automate and um, take a lot of things off your plate as a business owner. You don't need to go and hire these people full-time. Um, we'll talk about that in the future. Maybe I'll talk to I'll talk to you guys about all the people we outsource to. That'll be a great topic. Carly, right? Carly's in here all the way from Gig Harbor. She runs our Facebook group. Make sure you guys give her some love. She runs the Elephant Challenge, which is super powerful and does a lot for us. She's our community manager. Give her some love all the way from Gig Harbor. But that would be a really good topic for us to talk about. What are all the things that we hire out? We we delegate or we outsource to for a couple hundred bucks rather than hiring a full-time employee. Cause people ask me, how do you get so much done? How do you afford this? Your payroll has got to be crazy. And I'm like, no, I got the cheat code, dude. I got Tony counts. I got the cheat code. <laughs> okay. Number two, what you focus on expands. And so if you're focusing on tracking and learning bookkeeping and learning QuickBooks, are you learning a new skill? Every single day I learn every single day. Let me tell you what I learned today. So I got up, my baby, my, my, my little baby got so amped last night because Corbin was like getting her so excited. So she didn't go to sleep until like 11. It was crazy. And then she woke back up again this morning at two 30, which is before I, my wake up time. So I wake up at two 30. I'm so dog tired, but I go downstairs and I watch videos for two hours about things. I don't know a lot about. I'm trying to learn new things. You know what I learned today? It wasn't even that amazing but we're thinking about trading our Airstream in for a class A motor coach. Guys, I spend two, three hours a day learning things, researching things, watching videos about people. If I had to waste that time thinking about QuickBooks or tracking my expenses, oh my gosh, please, like anything but that. So what you focus on expands is number two. Make sure you are learning new things that are gonna make you money rather than trying to learn things that you could outsource to somebody else. All right. Number three, this one's a huge one, and I'm going to let Tony talk about this a little bit. Y'all are doing what I did for a very long time, and this is number three, mixing business expenses and personal expenses. You can see Tony lighting up right now. She's like, mm -hmm. is this a major problem in most in, like businesses? It is, yeah. Um, and it's common, though. Everybody does it. I mean, I'm even guilty of it, too. Um, so it's common, but um, it's... It's not the end of the world, but if you come for bookkeeping services and you've been using a personal account for business transactions, it just requires a little more effort on your part to help us get everything sorted for you because we can't connect a personal account to QuickBooks because every account you connect to QuickBooks has to be reconciled. So if we connect a personal account, then we have to do something with all those personal transactions. So, I mean, it just it adds another layer. That's it. Yes. Yeah. And here's, here's the other thing with personal and business expenses you guys need to understand. If you get a lawsuit, which you will, if you have not gotten a lawsuit, it means you have not been in business long. You will get a lawsuit. Something will happen. Somebody will get upset. They'll get jealous. You'll get a tenant that hates you. Whatever it may be, something or someone will sue you. And the something might be the city, might be a city inspector. I don't know what it is, but somebody's going to sue you. Write this down if you're taking notes. You want to do this research. It's called piercing, like pierce, like a dagger, piercing the corporate veil, okay? Veil as in like shroud, protection, a veil. 
So what happens is when you have an LLC, right? You have a limited liability company that is looked at as its own individual entity. It's not you, you own it, but that's the thing that gets sued. The problem is if you're mixing your business expenses and your personal expenses, you're not bookkeeping properly, somebody can come in and go, oh, he's using his personal expenses and his business expenses out of the same bank account. We are going to eliminate the protection that an LLC provides and we're gonna sue that person individually, personally. It is called piercing the corporate veil. It happens millions of times a year. You need to make sure you are keeping your personal expenses and your business expenses away from each other. Separate accounting. Now, Tony does my personal, my personal bookkeeping as well. She does my business bookkeeping for all my entities. You do, you do a lot of stuff for me. You probably manage, I don't know, 30, 40 LLCs or so for me. Yeah, I have um, help though now. Gretchen yes. and Lucia, they're amazing. You do a lot for me. And then you text me sometimes and you're like, um, hey, what's this $500 for? What's this $1,000 for? And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I forgot I even did that. It's yeah. crazy. Like you're on it, like blue bonnet. It's absolutely amazing. So I appreciate you. Uh, mixing business and personal expenses is a huge, 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 huge no-no. I did not know this one time. This is four years ago. I'm, I go to Disney World, Disneyland. Okay. I'm with Corbin. I'm with my wife. I'm with um, Asher. Corbin's brand new, like literally two, three months old, something like that. And you have the chaos of having a brand new baby. And my wife's like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll do this and I'll do that. And I'm trying to help and whatever else. And guess what I freaking forgot? In the midst of all the chaos, I forgot my personal debit card and I per forgot my credit card. The only card I had on me was my business card. And I was like, oh, no big deal. So I go and use my Disney. I bought Disney tickets with my business card and my freaking CPA lost his mind. And he was like, absolutely not. You do not do that. Oh my gosh, you, what you just did right there, we'll have to deal with for the next five years. If somebody comes back to us and sues you in the next five years and they ask for bank records from the company and they see a Disneyland ticket purchased, they're going to pierce the corporate veil. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to learn what the hell that even means. And when I learned what that meant, I was like, okay, never. So I don't even carry, I don't carry any of, any, any of like the cards around that I shouldn't be touching, Okay. I've learned better. Again, you what you focus on expands, okay? So do not mix business and personal expenses. So number one, hiring full-time employees when you could have outsourced it. So guys, for the people that have said, um, let's see, uh, this one's a great one. So somebody asked, Argonite Zero says, Pace, I already have a holding company with PCS. Yes, if you guys are doing Gator lending, you need to make sure you have your um, Gator lending LLC separate from your holding LLC. Those are two separate businesses. This is why I have 30 or 40. I don't even know how many LLCs we have. Okay. By the way, anybody that is a bookkeeping client of Tony, I'm doing something really special. Tony doesn't know I'm doing this. You know, Tony, how we're, you know, how we're restructuring a good portion of my, um, my LLCs and stuff with Steve Harwood from PCS. Mm -hmm. And when we get done with that in the next three or four months, what I plan on doing guys is I plan on doing a full re, um, like Zoom mini series on my corporate structure, all my businesses, what, where I make my money, where my money flows, what my investment strategies are, all that kind of stuff. And I'm going to have Tony and I do a whole dedicated thing to Tony's bookkeeping clients. Okay. Um, Lalita Phillips says, I'm sorry for my ignorance. What is PCS? PCS is the company that we set up all of our um, LLCs with. Everybody in here sets up their LLCs there. 
go to startwithprime.com and you can set up an LLC there. Okay. The company that we use for bookkeeping that tracks our expenses and make sure that we got, we got our butts covered is Tony right here. Happy birthday to you. I told her to get a t-shirt that says nice assets <laughs> instead of assets over liabilities. And there's the booking link right there. Okay. Um, Julie says, what's everyone's favorite bank relay or chase? I'm using chase Julie. Um, but I, it's very annoying. Tony, do you see all those emails that go back and forth with rod about how I have to physically go into the bank all the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So guys, Relay is a virtual bank and they don't ask you to physically go to the bank. So Julie, for somebody that lives in the middle of nowhere like you do, I'm not criticizing it. You live in paradise, but you don't have a Chase Bank anywhere near you unless you drive down to Boise. And so for me, I'm annoyed by my banker. I really like Rod, but he's constant. It's almost like he wants to hang out with me. Do you get that feeling? Maybe. <laughs> She's like, I don't know if he's watching this pace. <laughs> I You're feel like Rod he wants, wants to hang out with me. So it's like, we need one signature. So he makes me drive to the branch in the middle of Tempe. I'm like, bro, I'm out of town sometimes 15 days. So my entire business is on hold for 15 days. You guys had to add, Tony, you had to add a, an employee debit card for the 43 unit multifamily deal I just bought in San Angelo. I think the property manager needed like a new debit card. Uh -huh. And he made me go in and physically sign for that. I'm like, bro, is there anybody else that could have signed for this? He's like, yeah. no, you need to come in here and give me a hug. And I, <laughs> and I was like, dude, I'm so relay, relay five. I think it's startwithrelay.com is if you guys want a virtual bank, go to startwithrelay.com. Let's see. Um, Julie Burkhart, she says, nope. I think Robin had a question in here, but da, 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 da. Uh, who does your accounting? Assuming that's different than Tony is providing. Am I mixing stuff up? Yeah. So, Somebody else does my accounting. If you guys want me to, I'll bring my CPA in here. I'd be happy to bring my CPA in here. Allison says, uh, I love Relay. So go to startwithrelay.com and you guys can get signed up with Relay. Startwithrelay.com, okay? Um, Tony is my bookkeeper. I do a lot more conversing and having conversations with, book with her than I ever do with the CPA. CPA is great, but Tony and her team is way, way better. Okay, this one's a big one. Number five, okay, number five. Okay, number one was hiring full-time employees when you could have outsourced it. Number two is what you focus on expands. So if you're focusing on trying to do your own bookkeeping, it means you're not focusing on making new money. And that's why I believe you've made me millions of dollars because you've allowed me to go out and build relationships, right? One of those, you know, if it wasn't for you, think about this. If it wasn't for you making my life so easy, I would have never met Steve Harward. Really? Yeah. And, and wow. dozens. No, no, I'm not exaggerating. Dozens of other people, because I don't have to dick around with any of this stuff. I can jump on a plane, go to a mastermind for an entire week and focus on being my superpower, connecting with people and creating new business opportunities and doing all those kind of things. I come home and I'm not worried about my freaking money. I love that. I love making business owners feel like that. I really do. You make me money. You do not cost me money. You make me money. That's awesome. You didn't know that? I love it. No, I know. I know. Okay. Yeah. I, when I started doing your bookkeeping, account. when I started doing your bookkeeping, you had just got your first Airbnb that Noah was going to manage. Yes. So I've seen it all grow from there. Yeah. I did not. Before I got Noah Hoffman, I did not want to do Airbnb because I was like, I don't want to make, especially out of, out of state. 
Cody and I had owned several Airbnbs here locally. Like we had 17th Avenue and all those great properties. But I was like, I don't want to do Airbnb because I don't have the who. I don't have the person outside of the state. So when I met Noah Hoffman three years ago, I was like, all right, now I can do. Now you were the missing link in my business that I could go and expand nationwide. Same thing for you. When I met you three years ago and I was like, damn, this girl she that has this assets over liabilities T-shirt, she's a badass. And you you have allowed me to make a lot of money. So thank you so much. You're amazing. Okay, number five. Not planning for tax obligations is a big one. Do you believe that that is a major problem with most of the people that come on board with you is they don't know even how to plan for that stuff? Yes, for sure. Definitely. How can you guys, how can you fix that? Are you guys following like, um, like profit first or anything like that? Yeah. So we encourage uh, profit first for our clients. And then I try to, you know, educate them on paying themselves a salary to comply with S corps, especially if they are an S corp, because sometimes I'll have clients come on board that are S corps and they haven't paid themselves a salary. And what happens is you end up paying your entire salary in one lump sum on the 31st of December, just so you don't be non-compliant. So yeah, a lot of people don't know that. That's a big one. Miriam says, do you always have to go to the same chase to sign? You can't just pick the closest bank. Guys, if you if you spend a day with me, just one day with me, and you saw how my day is layered with calls, text messages, it's I spend an hour in the morning planning out my day because it's so particular. If one thing is teetered off 15 minutes, it screws up the next seven things. I was in San Angelo, Texas, buying a 43-unit deal, and the girl that is our new property manager on that property, she's like, well, I'll just go down to whatever bank. I was like, no, we have to go to Chase. Like That's where all of our stuff is. I was like, let me just find the closest chase. Guess what? There ain't no close chase within three hours of that location. I don't have time for that. I have zero time for that. There's so many things that I need other people to do for me because my job, the reason I make money is because I focus my time on making money. Um, Margaret, Allen, this is a great question. Can I answer this one real quick? You need to know, Margaret, great question right here. Bing, 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 bing. Seriously, though, Tony, you look 31. How is that possible? You look, you look like money. You look <laughs> like money. Thank you. Margaret Allen, she says, is an S-Corp better than an LLC? So, Margaret, I, ha I hate to tell you this. An S-Corp is actually not an entity. It is a designation. Okay, so... And any, anybody that says, I have an S-Corp, guess what they also have? They also have an LLC. You, in order to have an S-Corp in this question, you have to have an LLC first. And the IRS will ask you, do you want to be taxed as an S-Corp or as a C-Corp? And you then choose one or the other, okay? Or you can just keep it as a regular LLC. So you have three choices essentially, right? LLC, S-Corp, or C-Corp. So you can't, have an S corp without having an LLC. It's kind of like the LLC is the cake and the S corp is the frosting. Okay. There, there is a time and a place for an S corp. And typically it's when you start making over 50, $60,000 a year. How do we know if we should do, this is a good one. Perla says, how do we know if we should make an, a C corp or an S corp? Here's what we're going to do for you guys. Okay, I'm going to do this amazing thing for you guys because I don't have much time. We have 15 minutes and we're out. Okay, here's 
here's what I'm going to do for you guys. Anybody that is a bookkeeping client for Tony Counts, I will bring in my personal CPA. Okay. I will bring in my personal CPA. Not only will I break down all of my LLCs, my businesses, where my money comes from, how do I flow? How do I do all that kind of stuff? What I will also do is I will answer every tax question you guys have from my CPA. He charges me. What is what does he charge us when he's on the thing with 350 bucks an hour or something like that? Yeah. That's the homie hookup rate, right? Yep. He charges us $350 an hour. I will pay that. I'll even do a three hour Zoom. I'll do a three, I'll do a five hour Zoom if I could get Dustin to do it. And I'll spend $1,500 <laughs> if you guys are all clients of Tony Counts. There's, by the way, there's 1,500. No, there's 650 people in here. Awesome. Holy moly. Holy freaking moly. There, so, guys in the side chat, there is a Calendly link. How do I do this, by the way? Let me see. If I click, I click on this. You know what, Julie Burkhart, because I love you and you're one of my lenders. Julie, if you, I will pay for my CPA to answer any question that Julie has ever had. And if Julie just wants to see stuff behind the scenes, like lift up the, the, the hood of my car, I will show you everything you want to see. Okay. Yeah. Tori, this is a great conversation too. There's a subject of disregarded LLCs for tax purposes is amazing. We will absolutely break this down. Somebody did make a, uh, Tommy says it gets booked super fast guys. Remember last time I brought you on here, like six months ago, you got booked out four months in advance. I did. It was amazing. I talked to so many people. I loved it. It was amazing. So, Oh, she's a dish. <laughs> I, I will. Is that a compliment? <clears throat> I think an old school one. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I, if I was, if I was Tony, I'd take that all day long. Okay. So what's Tony's com contact information guys. You don't need her contact information. You will get on the phone with um, her, her team. If you guys click on the Calendly link. Okay. Um, let's see. I want to show, I want to see what this looks like. I'm going to go there. Ooh. All right. So I've got some dates in October still. Hold on a second. Let me pull this up. Show people. This is, it's that easy. Yeah. He's right, got to answer some questions. What are the questions? Like what's your t-shirt size? Cause you're, do you give everybody <laughs> that t-shirt when they come on as a client? No, but I should. That'd be cool. Oh, wow. You got some early freaking stuff because that's yeah, 8 o'clock your Eastern, time, right? Yeah, I'm Eastern time. Okay, it's Eastern time. So she's got calls that need to be booked. I love I it. I just want to say too, like if anybody gets one of those early times and you're not on Eastern time, just reply to the um, confirmation email and I can squeeze you in at a more reasonable time for your time zone. Okay, I love it. Now here's, I think this is the, this is the last one that I have, the financial mistake I have. I wish in the very beginning, I actually started with a bookkeeper was one of the first people I hired. That was one of the biggest mistakes I made is that I thought I could do all that stuff myself. And so I waited way too long and I made mistakes for literally three years thinking it was just fine. I'd figure it out. It was like one of those things. I'll figure it out in four months. I'll figure it out in three months. I'll hire somebody or whatever else. And I probably paid for that mistake for seven years. A three-year mistake wasted three years and all the money I could have been making, and I had to remedy it. And in fact, you are still helping me remedy stuff from years past. Mm -hmm. Still. Yep. I am. Still. Because I thought I could do it myself, and I thought I also was like, oh, I'll hire 
I'll I'll hire it out one day. It should have been done from day one for the cost of what it is. It's like the cost of one used tire per month. Yeah. A nice tire. <laughs> okay. I like this. Tyson says, please check to make sure it makes a difference. There is no simple answer to which is better when it comes to your designation. Um, Tyson, I do agree with that for the most part, but when you are a typical, right, when you're a typical real estate investor, most people in here are making money the same way. And most people are also having their holding company designated or put in the same exact state. Guys, it's pretty simple at the end of the day. Okay. Um, Andrew says, this is seriously so timely for me. And to think my CPA told me not to worry about a business account because I just started. Ah! Tony, have you ever uh, worked with knucklehead CPAs in all your years? I have. Yeah. Like, are you surprised how little CPAs actually know about what they should be doing? Well, most of the CPAs I work closely with are really smart ones, but I have come across some that are just like, yeah, she's know. trying to be polite. Yeah. Every CPI had up until the CPI I currently have is an absolute moron. An absolute moron. I will bring, guys, I will bring in my CPA for all of Tony's clients. Tony, um, we should set that up. Let's get, let's yeah, get my cool. CPA in the next 60 days. Everybody that books a call gets on your team as, as a bookkeeper, as a bookkeeping client. I will bring my CPA in not once. I will do it twice and we'll break down everything I have. And then, and not just PCS, Right. Like I'll bring in the top layer of my PCS structure, my CPA, the person that I sit down with. I do a Zoom with this man every quarter. Tony, myself and this and this man do a Zoom every quarter and we strategize. And this is the bonus one. OK, this is the bonus one. This is this is my final financial mistake that I was making. I was taking I was getting advice based on my own individual goals have you ever had a goal? Okay. Have you ever had a goal that you thought was like really cool? And then you met somebody a week later and you heard their goal and you're like, oh damn, I'm an idiot. Like I was playing so small. I was doing this too little. Tony. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking to someone else. <laughs> talking to you. Yes. Yes. I have had a goal. Um, and then I've heard someone else's and I've, yes. Okay. Especially in like maybe CrossFit or something like that. Yes, right? exactly. Yes. Okay. So you get around the right environment, by the way, this is why she is such a dish guys for the people that are dropping these comments on her. It's cause she does CrossFit. It's why she looks 31, <laughs> maybe 29. Here's, here's um, what I learned. Okay. So having these strategy sessions, here's what's amazing is that I'm not asking a question to the mirror of myself and like verifying my goals. I'm having conversations with you who are having conversations with people like me and high level other people like me all the way down to new people that are brand new that they say, well, what should I do? And what you're doing is you're crowdsourcing all your clients information experience and you're bringing it into the advice that you're giving to people and go, well, I have clients that are doing this that are making 10 million a year, 15 mm -hmm. million a year, whatever it may be. And it's the same thing with my CPA. When we get into these conversations and I go, well, I don't know what I should do. Should I buy a jet? to get all these tax deductions. He's like, no, 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 don't do that. You should do this, this, and this. All my other clients that have done that there, this is what ended up happening. Like, okay. Then I'm not doing that. I, you need somebody that gives you the answer. You mm -hmm. need somebody that has the answer based on other clients. And what I was doing is I was internally getting the information. I wasn't crowdsourcing my data from people who had other clients outside of me at a higher level. So here's, here's a bonus. Here's that's the bonus one, but here's the bonus, bonus, bonus on top of the bonus. 
you guys want to get into the high level rooms and you want to get connected to the highest level people on the planet, the fastest way to do that is to use the same services that those people are using. Look at Tony. She's shaking her head like, oh, yeah. True. Yeah, it is true. Right. I'll tell you, here's some, here's a very specific example. Okay. So we're doing this reg CF. Do you, do you know about the reg CF thing that you probably seen money flying out of my bank account for it? It's a, um, it's, it's a regulation crowdfund that we're doing with Robin Saz now and a bunch of other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I spend money. I'm putting this big fund together to go raise a bunch of capital. And I go and I go to a party and I meet with a guy. Okay. I meet with a guy and he goes, oh my gosh, he tells me three or four things. And I'm like, bro, how do you know all this? How do you know all this? You just altered my entire brain. How do you know all this? And where have you been? And he's like, I've been here waiting for you to network with me. And I was like, okay, well, good thing I met you. And I go, who are you, man? And he goes, I'm Grant Cardone's fund manager. I manage all of Grant Cardone's funds. And I was like, oh my gosh, what I've been trying to solve for a year and a half, you solved in a five minute conversation. It's the same thing with CPA. It's the same thing with bookkeeping. It's the same thing with everything else. If you want to get close to the people that are at the top and the people that are um, your heroes and are doing the things you want to do, use their service providers. Use, use the people in their business, okay? What's the difference between PCS and Tony? Great question. Tony's a bookkeeper. She tracks my finances. She allows me to not worry about where my money is, what it's doing, da, 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 da. PCS is an estate planning and LLC formation company. So LLCs are not going to be formed by Tony. Tony and PCS work hand in hand. Okay, mm -hmm. so Tony communicates with PCS, which is amazing. Um, and PCS communicates with Tony, which is even more amazing. So I, I have a team of people, right? I have PCS. When I started, what's the latest business I've started? Um, is that the e-commerce the, the, that clap one. Yeah. Yeah. So you got, I didn't deal with any of that. You and mm -hmm. you and PCS yep. dealt with all that. And I'm like, I'm hands off. Don't bother me. Mm -hmm. Right. That's and true. same thing with like the title and escrow business with Cody and Josiah and all them. Same thing with all the other businesses I've going on. I'm hands off. I don't set up the bank account. Somebody else helps me out with all this stuff. I'm work. I'm going out and building revenue. Revenue, 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 revenue. Just put me in the freaking channel to go make the money. That is my You're job. You're the Elton John. Remember you told me I that? I am the Elton John. <laughs> I tell people that all the time, but I, I don't know that people appreciate that reference. The People I that like are not it. big Elton John fans, I'm a huge Elton John fan. I've watched him in concert multiple times. And this dude just walks out on stage. He's all glamored up, dressed up, whatever else. Somebody else made the costume. Somebody else set up the stage. Somebody else set up the microphone. Somebody else set up the lighting, the audio, the drums, the guitar. They did the whole sound testing. They got the tickets there. They organized the concessions. They got the venue going. They did the marketing. They literally did everything, 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 everything. Except Elton John has the one magical thing, which is he drives the revenue. And that's you as a business owner. You guys have to understand that you can't be setting up your own stage. You can't be setting up your own microphone, your lighting and all these kind of things because then you're not practicing on your voice and creating songs that drive the traffic to your business. You need to be creating the songs that drive traffic to your business. And if you're tracking your bookkeeping yourself and doing all this stuff, dude, it's insane. It's insane mm -hmm. watching people that are struggling that when you just alter this thing that's like a couple hundred bucks, they're like, boom, millions of dollars. And by the way, for those of you that go, um, Raquel says she likes that analogy, probably because your parents made you listen to Ellen John. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, there you go. 
Uh, please post the link again. Absolutely. We sure will. Who, who has booked a link with, with uh, Tony? Who's going to be spending time with me, my CPA, and going through my whole new corporate structure? I wouldn't say new corporate structure, but I did add a... Um, ooh, I don't think you know about this quite yet because I haven't done it yet, but I'm adding a 401k, which I've never done. Awesome. Okay, I'm adding a 401k. I, you know about my um, IUL, the, the 20 mm-hmm. grand I drop every quarter, every every third, quarter, every quarter I drop 20 grand on that. And then you, I'm going to start a whole, I'm going to do a whole life insurance policy as well. And I'm going to put all these together. I'm going to start doing a lot more zoom content with my students about this stuff. So guys, you'll be anybody that's a Tony counts client. I will make sure you guys are involved in all that stuff. So you guys can see the behind the scenes footage for all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, Tyler Snyder, this is great. He says, Tony's job is to keep your financials in order. That way PCS needs to, uh, you to send out all your paperwork and then for fi- tax filings. And you don't have to run like a chicken with your head cut off. The most important thing. Ooh, Dan Quijano says pace is my rocket, man. Tony, do you ever worry about coming on a podcast with me? Like you have to figure out what to say. No, I'm pretty comfortable, but I I get worried about you like putting me on the spot. <laughs> Let's see what uh, what kind of things could I put you on the spot with? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure you can figure it out, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Uh, let's give Tony Counts a freaking happy birthday. I'm gonna go through these things one more time for you guys. Make sure you guys have booked a call with Tony. I know we already have a lot of who's already a Tony Counts client in here. I and saw freaking a few love. of them in the chat. You see a lot of people in here. Yeah, I do. All right, number one, you can't drive your car looking in the rearview mirror. You need to focus on the windshield. Number two. What you focus on expands. So if you're learning how to be, you know, work with QuickBooks and track your own expenses, well, that's where your world will expand. You'll end up spending more time and energy learning those things instead of learning how to make more money and networking with people like myself. I'm not trying to network with people even like myself. I'm trying to network with people higher than me, making way more money than me. Um, number three, mixing business and personal expenses. That's a big no-no. Number three, wasting time doing things for yourself. Kind of like um, trying to change your own oil, trying to set up your own LLC, trying to drill your own cavities. Like that sounds like a good idea. Um, number five, not planning for tax obligations. Number six, running a race with your shoelaces untied, which means you don't have somebody else you're relying on. You are, you're like flapping in the wind, running around. And then the bonus one that I gave you guys was that if you want to get access to the highest level people in the world that you can't afford to get next to, because there's people before I got a TV show, um, there's a lot of influencers that wouldn't pay attention to me. Getting a TV show hasn't paid me a lot of money, but it's definitely opened a lot of doors for us. Before I got the TV show, Grant Cardone was going to charge Jamil and I like a hundred grand to sit down with him. Now we've become friends with him because of brand and all that kind of stuff. But I was like, now that I know that all I need to do is get access to their service providers to get basically their exact same team, these guys are outsourcing to people too, right? They're outsourcing to fund managers, bookkeepers, their asset asset companies, estate planning, companies like PCS. They're outsourcing to those companies. So if I can utilize those companies, I essentially have the same exact team as a Grant Cardone. If that's the person that you're trying to emulate, then go freaking use the same services that those people are using. Um, and sense. also 
as a bonus, we want to say, oh, Peggy Stevens says she watched triple-digit flip today. Season two coming out soon, guys. Tony, have you ever watched triple-digit flip? Would you give it a rating of at least a one star out of five? I liked it. I think it's funny. Mm. I did. That's like that's like when a girl says, how do I look? You go, you look okay. <laughs> it's a good show. You and Jamil are funny. Thank you. Jamil's, <laughs> Jamil's funny. Rahima does a really, really good job. So, guys, give um, season two is coming out on Amazon. It's coming out on Hulu and coming out on A&E streaming all to you guys all over the world. Um, that's going to be going live, I think, in the next three or four weeks. And then we start filming season three. I believe in like March of next year, which gives me plenty of time to go and do my Tacoma challenge with Robin Hurt. Okay, so give Tony Counts a freaking happy birthday in the comments. And if you guys have not booked a call with Tony Counts, please do that now. I look forward to hanging out with you guys in my CPA, going through my corporate structure, showing you guys my IUL, my whole life insurance policy. I haven't started my 401k yet, but I'm going to be doing that here in the next two to three weeks. And then um, we're going to be breaking everything down for you guys, showing you some really, really high level things for you guys to emulate and uh, copy. Tony, do you have anything to say besides happy birthday to yourself? I just want to say thank you, Pace, for all the opportunities that you've ever given me. Um, and I'm just so glad to be in your circle. Come on. Who paid you to say that? Nobody. Yes, I'm serious. It's like sincere. <laughs> <laughs> Um, guys, P Pierre says the Calendly Calen up, up there is for PCS. No, if you want to go to PCS and get a, uh, an LLC started, go to startwithprime.com. Okay, startwithprime.com. The Calendly link is to become a client of Tony's and figure out how to have somebody else track your expenses and help you guys out with your bookkeeping services. So we appreciate you guys. We love you. We will see you guys next week. I will be in the Bahamas doing a Q&A. I'll probably do a lot longer next week because I don't have a baby and, and wife waiting for me upstairs um, like I do tonight. And so we'll be doing a longer Q&A. I want you guys to come on the stage with me on Sunday service. Let's talk about your problems, your woes, your struggles, your issues, et cetera. We'll be doing a lot of that next week. Tony Counts, you're a special human being. We love you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Oh, hey.